welcome to R.A.W.F. After Hours. I am Lord Amadeus, the president and CEO of R.A.W.F. in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. And this is After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. <clears throat> Tomorrow night's pay-per-view, ladies and gentlemen, will be live on Blog Talk as well as we'll be coming to you uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee for R.A.W.F. Unyielding. And, uh, of course, that's going to be tomorrow on St. Patrick's Day. So I have a feeling things are going to get a little crazy in Nashville tomorrow. We'll talk, we're going to talk some more about that here in just a second. One thing I want to bring up real quick, ladies and gentlemen, we are still at this moment taking donations for the Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, which, of course, will be held at Immortal, five weeks from tomorrow night, April 21st, from State Farm Stadium in Phoenix, Arizona. That is the donation scene. Uh, And right now, ladies and gentlemen, the tally for the total amount that we have collected, bring it up here, we have... Right now, in coins, 104 million coins, over 104 million coins. We have 8,350 wrestler bucks. We have three companies. We have some artwork uh, going to be donated by Mrs. Utaker. She will make promo picks for the, the first and second place finishers in the Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. Uh, keep an eye out. I will probably be making that tournament to here in the next day or two and starting the invite process uh, but as of right now we are still taking donations that will probably end sometime after the show alright with that being said unyielding tomorrow Nashville Tennessee St. Patrick's Day it's going to be an amazing show right now what we have on the undercard Anton Dare will take on the Redneck Avenger a match I just signed minutes ago in Unstoppable Kenta challenged War Dog Alpha to a match tomorrow on Yielding he will get that match Kenta versus War Dog Alpha Pennywise will take on Jajul Skull Ripper as those two uh, had some words in a scene a couple weeks ago. In a Hell in the Cell match, Luke Hero for Hire called out Kongzilla the Clown. Kongzilla accepted the match, but only if it would be Hell in the Cell. So it will be Hell in the Cell. Raven will take on Psy. And then, of course, a grudge match here between two very fiery redheads, two of our favorites, and, and, and hopefully this settles any issues between the two of them. It will be the Cougar versus Bubs tomorrow in the high voltage steel cage. All right. And so that's all of our feature matches. Everyone, of course, will get a, a rankings match of some sort. Uh, right now, here's what we've got for title matches. I don't believe it's going to change. Grand Slam Baseball, Hobo Ezekiel to defend the Grand Slam Baseball Championship against Killa Neptune. Uncle Frank will defend the White Lightning Championship. We'll have that. We'll have his opponent. We'll have his opponents announced by uh, the High Voltage GM Cougs in just a few minutes. Uh, tag team titles will be on the line. Dungeons and Dragons to defend against Oil Money. Uh, Oil Money finished first in the tag team rankings this period, as I has been reported by the lovely Raven, who I do not believe is here this evening. 
All right. Uh, Powerball Championship will be on the line. Killa Neptune versus Hobo Ezekiel. So Killa Neptune and Hobo Ezekiel uh, will be going at it for two titles tomorrow at Unyielding. That's a, the, the rare double, if you will, for two people going up against each other pay-per-view for separate titles. Killa Neptune, Hobo Ezekiel. Powerball Championship will be on the line. Multimedia Championship, it will be the Paragon of Greatness versus the Great Red Dragon. Uh that one I'm very much looking forward to. Triple Crown Championship will be on the line. Knox Boogie will defend against two of R.A.W.'s toughest ladies, Cassie Joe and the Brunette Strangler. Midnight Hobo title will be on the line. Mithras, a title machine to take on Wardog Alpha. Fubar City Championship, Uncle Frank will defend against Killa Neptune. Killa going to be a very busy man tomorrow. <coughs> Excuse me. Davila will defend the estrogen title against Mrs. Luzon Warrior Queen Falcon, who won the Biatch of the Month. Arsehole of the Month was won by the one and only The Bastard. He will challenge the Paragon of Greatness for the Men's Championship tomorrow at Unyielding. Blaze McCoy, your boy Blaze McCoy, defends his national title against Moxie. Platinum Dragon Championship, the Immortal Griffith to defend against Hobo Ezekiel. And in the main event for the World Heavyweight Championship, it will be the Paragon of Greatness defending against the Teflon Sheik. We'll have more on all of those in just a little while. But first, need to bring on my R.A.W.F. High Voltage GM. She is the one and only. I'm doing good, and I'm sure I'm sure you're a, a little bit worked up, but we'll get to that all of that in just a little while. High Voltage Invitational has finished the season, the second season under your your reign, if you will. So let's hear it. Who who stayed in? Who st- who stayed? Who got fell out? And who won the whole thing and gets the shot at Uncle Frank? Okay. The hang on just a second. That might be me echoing and I'm, it's driving me crazy. Okay. Sorry. Let's see. Coming in in last place, which was a surprise to me, was the Immortal Griffith. Then we had last season's winner, Luigi Mario. Then we had the lovely Raven. And then we had Redneck Avenger. Uh, Let's see. Then we had Paragon of Greatness and Pennywise, both 
uh, tied. So they are taking the three third and fourth positions. Second okay, place so goes to wait, I lied. No, second place goes to War Dog. Okay. No, I lied. War Dog is in third place and we have Paragon of Greatness and Pennywise tied and the overall winner was Brunette Strangler. All right. So Brunette Strangler will challenge Uncle Frank for the White Lightning Championship tomorrow at Unyielding. That's going to be a pretty tough match for Uncle Frank. We'll have to see. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Brew, I've been, you know, I hear how tough Brew is. Let's see if she can win some gold tomorrow. She's got two title matches. Let's see if she can walk away at Unyielding with some gold. So what I hear is Brunette Strangler, uh, War Dog Alpha, Paragon of Greatness, and Pennywise will all be in next week. The next high voltage invitational and the four spots below that will unless, be up for grabs. Unless Brunette Strangler wins the title and then Redneck Avenger will get the fourth spot. Okay. Because uh, he will make it into the top four then. Otherwise, okay. it's Bruce's spot if she does not win. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. But Ray, but Raven, Luigi, and Griffith all definitely drop out, and we will have to at least get three. Or we will have to still have to have four qualifying tournaments. All right. That Thank is you, correct. Coobs. Thank you, Coobs. Uh, stick around. I'm sure you will because I know there's somebody in the building or nearby that you you have going to have some words with. So don't don't go away. All right. One last, another GM we need to talk about, or talk to real quick about his division, and he is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine from the bridge to the earth to the shadows far behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet. Gentlemen, he is the Paragon of Greatness, our Ultimate Gauntlet GM. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, Laurel Medeas. Boy, has it been a fast and furious couple of weeks here in the Gauntlet. You know, we started off, I don't know if you heard about this, but last uh, last we left off, Devilish PC was had one victory and was continuing on into the Gauntlet. However, she failed to defeat JT's Angel, who defeated Devilish PC, at, and then her run ended at one as she was defeated by Mick Devilson. And this is where it gets interesting because Mick Devilson defeated JT's Angel. Mick Devilson defeated Mark Caliber. Mick Devilson defeated Luke. Mick Devilson defeated Money Sue. Could it be? We're at match number five. Why? Mick Devilson lost to Uncle Frank. I didn't quite do it. And then here we are, Uncle Frank versus Bubs, as Frank is beginning his run on the gauntlet. 
All right. So that being said, we will not be having an ultimate gauntlet title match tomorrow at Unyielding because nobody has successfully run the gauntlet. All right. Good. That's one less match I have to worry about tomorrow. (laughs) But thank you, Paragon, for that uh, for that update. And uh, stick around because we have a lot to talk about with you. Oh, boy, do we have a lot to talk about with you. All right. <laughs> you don't know the half of it. And anywho, ladies and gentlemen, the RAWF rankings. This will is seven out of the ten matches for this current rankings period. The last three, of course, last week's superstars, this past week's round robin on Wednesday, and tomorrow's unyielding being the last three. Uh and it is getting very interesting, ladies and gentlemen. I must say a lot of names on this list you don't normally see and a lot of names you do. But it's it's getting hot and heavy. At number 25, I see him out in the chat. Probably, probably, I believe, the first time I've ever called his name in an RAWF Top 25. He is the one and only Buckshot, double O. I, 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 yeah, Buckshot double O. I don't know, I always want to call him double O Buckshot, but Buckshot double O. So, number 25. At number 24, the winner of the Extra Points Tournament this month, thus his position in the top 25, he is, a, he is the renegade Anton Dare. At number 23, the reigning Platinum Dragon champion, the Immortal Griffith. At number 22, Knox Boogie, your Triple Crown champion. At number 21, Tigress. At number 20, Hall of Famer, RAWF Hall of Famer, Bubs. At number 19, Cassie Joe. At number 18, Brunette Strangler. At number 17, Kongzilla the Clown. At number 16, Luigi Mario. At number 15, Devilish PC. At number 14, Alistair Fiend. At number 13, and I'm, this one this one's getting me a little excited. The Crow Mark Caliber has been kicking some ass, taking some names. We'll talk to him later in the program. He's beaten some big names as of late here in RAWF. He is a, seems to have seems to be on the rise, if you will. At number 13, Mark Caliber. At number 12, Hobo Ezekiel. At number 11, the Redneck Avenger. At number 10, reigning ultimate gauntlet champion, Killa Neptune. At number 9, reigning estrogen champion, Davila. At number 8, RAWF Hall of Famer, Money Sue, making a surge this month, heading into Immortal. At number 7, a newcomer, Pennywise, has been kicking some ass, taking some names, uh, has Pennywise. At number 6, Captain Metal Shock. So, wow, wow. Some new blood starting to make their presence felt here in RAWF. At number five, your world heavyweight champion and multimedia men's uh, half tag team champion. He is the paragon of greatness at number five. At number four, the greatest voice in all of Unstoppable. He is the great red dragon. At number three, Moxie coming in at number three. At number two, the terror, the terror himself, your white lightning and Fubar city champion, Uncle Frank, and at number one is the Teflon Sheik. So that is seven out of ten. But ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you that that is going to change at least a little bit slightly next week. A lot of those people towards the top lost on superstars, and uh, there's some people chomping at the bit to climb over them. So we will see what happens 
next week when I read off the rankings. It should be interesting indeed. But that is your top 25, 7 out of 10. And, of course, they are not the official rankings. They are unofficial until the season ends. Once that happens, then they become official. Uh, So that means unyielding for a lot of these people is going to be a big deal, a huge deal. Anton Dare, number 24, taking on number 11, Redneck Avenger. That one will have a huge effect on the rankings, to be sure. All right. So with that being said, last week on Superstars, ladies and gentlemen, we did, ha- we did crown a new Superstars champion. Moxie did lose the title after a pretty decent reign as Superstars champion. Your new Superstars champion is Salik, Blackjack Salik, nearly perfect Salik. I don't know. He's changed. He's changing his name so many times. It's kind of hard to tell. But Salik is your new Superstars champion. So congratulations to Salik, his first gold since returning to RAWF a couple months ago. All right. With that being said, let me make sure. All right, folks, look out either tomorrow or Monday. The tournaments for Extra Point, Arsehole of the Month, and BLH of the Month will be out. Uh, We'll be taking sign-ups for the Extra Points tournament. Just keep an eye out. I will send out a message. Uh, and also, other quite a few things I got to get done tomorrow. It's going to be a pretty busy day for yours truly. We'll, so, with that being said, let's turn now to the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon. Paragon. Uh, my apologies. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Paragon, Paragon, Paragon. First, uh, as usual, you are on all over the card for unyielding tomorrow, uh, defending the tag team titles against the Teflon Sheik and Luke Hero for a hire with your partner, Knox Boogie. Your thoughts real quick on your that uh, title defense. You know, I've, I've said a lot of uh, negative things, and I still believe these things about, uh, you know, um, Teflon Sheik as well as uh, Luke Cage, but they're earning these championship matches and situations. So, you know, maybe I need to be giving them a closer examination, see what kind of threat is actually on the horizon, as opposed to um, stick with my initial impression, which is that it's, it's more of a fluke-type situation. All right. Then, of course, defending the multimedia title against the Great Red Dragon. We'll talk more about that here in a little bit because I do believe he's uh, he's around here somewhere. We'll get we'll get both of you guys uh, talking about that in a little bit. You'll be defending the men's title against the against Bastage, the Bastage, winning the Arsehole of the Month this uh, period. Your thoughts on defending the men's title against the Bastage? I'm I'm actually I don't know if I should be shocked or if I should be happy. I don't know how to process this this pay-per-view as a whole here. I'm looking at my opponents and a lot of these people are people that are either not necessarily notorious for winning or people that are not notorious for being these top-level stars. 
It's a lot of people that are new to this kind of high-level pressure or are generally not in this kind of situation. And it's it's really surprising. And Bastage is another one of those situations. He's been a longtime veteran, somebody that's been here for ages, well before my time even. And yet you don't see him in a lot of these super high-profile matches. And I think that in a, in a lot of ways, I'm I'm very happy for the Fargan Ice Hole. But in the same vein, uh, that summoning botch is going up against Paragon of Greatness, and I'm going to nail his boils to the wall. All right, awesome. Thank you, Paragon. Now we got world. T- now let's talk about the main event: defending the title against the Teflon Sheik, who seemingly come out of nowhere. Uh, for the last couple months to just basically plow through just about every competition he's thrown up against. He's had a couple of, of Pratt falls, but at the same time, he has been talking the talk and walking the walk. Your concern level when it comes to the Teflon Sheik. So now I've made no bones about the fact that this pay-per-view is a strange situation for me because I feel like I'm at Fastlane and I'm taking on the cast of Impact Wrestling and I don't understand what's happening. But like I had just said prior, he continues to win and that's what makes him the the kind of arguably the most dangerous kind of opponent that I could possibly have. You know, uh, he's, he's, you know, somebody that I, I have to take more seriously because I look at him and I see that he's an iron cheek joke. I look at his associate, Luke Cage, and he's a TV joke. They're clearly not complete people, but what I'm forgetting to look at, what I'm, I'm not looking at the bigger picture, I'm looking at what's right in front of me. The, these two obvious jokes, yet they continue to win and show impressive uh, skills that they obviously should not have. So I need to wonder, maybe there's more to it. Maybe there's, there's a plot afoot. Whose hand is guiding the Teflon Sheik and Luke Cage? You know, what what is feeding into them that gives them these kind of uh, mentalities, this, this strategical expertise that seemingly has come out of nowhere from two people that everyone looking at them just walking in the door would say, oh, this is John Cena number 17. I can't beat I, – I'm just going to beat this guy without even opening my eyes. Yet here he is, Teflon Sheik, with a chance to headline Immortal. So when I, when I say things like I think that he's a sheep in wolf's clothing, I'm being serious. I'm saying I don't think that he is exactly what he portrays himself to be. Hmm. And when I make more allusions to Icarus and I talk about how he, he may fall – I mean it, but at the same time, what what does it mean about me if I cannot look at this guy and take him seriously? Is 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 it something about him that rubs me the wrong way? Am I right all along? Have I gotten too much into my own head about it? And that's the kind of thing that scares me. It's the kind of thing that bothers me going into this match because I do not for a second take Teflon Sheik seriously. And that has never, ever been the case in the entire well, time that I've been in this business. Well, Paragon, I may be able to help you with all that, answer a few of your questions. 
actually not me personally, but this tape that I was sent over to play. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now about to hear comments from the one and only Teflon Sheik. Rejoice, ladies and infidels. It's time for the Teflon Sheik to address the unwashed, uneducated, unsanitary masses of the R.A.W.F. You are now listening to the voice of the fastest rising superstar in the history of the R.A.W.F., namely the Teflon Sheik. Now, many of you might be asking the single-minded, uneducated question, hey, why doesn't the Sheik talk with an Arabic accent? Truth be told, the Sheik has had the benefit of a worldwide education, is fluent in 12 languages, and can seamlessly speak all of them with multiple local dialects. Hala takalam. Yes, of course, the Sheik is fluent in Arabic as well as English. Would you insolent curs prefer French? Je parle un peu de français, et toi? Ton accent est le merde? It just means, I speak a little French, do you? Your accent is the shits. Perhaps some Espanol? Well, of course, if I do, the only one who'll understand the Sheik is El Vacant, and as the Sheik likes to call him Spanish Cookie Monster, that's really not the audience I'm looking for. But seriously, have you heard this infidel speak? He's as articulate as a hand puppet stuck in a car door. A vacant, for real, for real. Just yell out, me like cookie, just once. Just prove the Sheik right, okay? But enough about language. The ring is where the Sheik does some of his best talking. Which brings us to unyielding. Live this Sunday, March 17th, from Nashville, Tennessee, where pig squeals might not actually be pig squeals. I'll give you a minute to go over that. Now, the Sheik, this is the fact. The Sheik has risen faster than any superstar in history to a world title match. It's a collision course with none other than the paragon of not-so-greatness himself, the erstwhile champion. Paragon, the Sheik is speaking to you now. Not to Knox Booger or the rest of your oblivious brotherhood. Not to Mithras, the vending machine. Not to Griffith, the immortal infidel. Not to any of the dank, disgusting, flea-bitten hobos of this company. Not to the Great Red Reject. Not to all the wenches and R.A.W.F. Definitely not to Lord I'm a douchebag. Just you, Paragon. I'm talking to you right now. You listen closely. It's simple math. The Sheik was added to the RAWF in mid-January of this year. The Sheik went on a seven-week tirade and stirred the collective pot, notching nothing but wins and contenders match. The Sheik subtracted your brother Knox from the title match equation, rather violently, I might add. Did he get my flowers at the hospital? How's his jello diet going? And now the Sheik will subtract the R.A.W.F. world title from your personage, Paragon. It's simple math. You've gone on at length about how the Sheik doesn't belong in the title match. That's <laughs> so ironic. From the man who simply stood there and accepted a count-out win for the gold. You're parading around like the belt belongs to you. As though you are or ever were entitled 
you may not want to admit that, but you have become complacent, judgmental, holier than thou, and more than a little egocentric. You're basically getting lazy. But you know what? Please continue. Please continue. I, I beg you. Keep thinking that you are the best, you insolent dog. Keep telling yourself that the sheik is merely fortunate or favored in any way by either the system or by management. Console yourself with that one singles victory that you hold over me. Because really, that's all that you have. You know deep down beyond the shadow of a doubt that the sheik is the better wrestler. I got under your skin with that comment about earning your spot in the title match. Judging by your response in the pay-per-view press conference, and now all you have is a fistful of lies, a heart full of despair, lungs full of nothing but sheer terror. Paragon, listen carefully. Terror is coming. It's coming for you. And there's precious little you can do about it. And, and now Paragon is upset. You're upset because the Sheik is in a no-win situation, and now you have to crush him. That's absurd. But seeing the fear, the fear is really taking its root now, you swine. You're upset for nothing else but your own situation. You're not upset with or for the Sheik. No, 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 no. You see the writing on the wall. It's all coming crashing down, Paragon. First knocks. Then you and the world title, then the rest of your brotherhood. That is what you fear. Change. The status quo that is about to be no more, Paragon. Your grip on RAWF is coming to its logical conclusion. A stronger, more effective predator has arrived. The Sheik has evolved beyond you, beyond everyone and unstoppable. The world title will validate that, as will your terror-filled downfall. So here are my parting words to you, dog. Go home. Hug your family, your brotherhood. Allah help me hug the belt while you're at it. Bid them all a fond farewell. Because once you make it to the arena for unyielding, once the butterflies that you deny in your stomach have settled out, and once you stepped into the sheik's ring, it will all be over. And you know it in your heart. It's not the sheik who's in a no-win situation or forced into a corner. It's you, Paragon. You cannot win. You will not defeat the sheik at unyielding. You will simply be subtracted from the sheik's equation, leaving the world title behind. It's simple math. The sheik would say, which is be best in English, as per your idiot president's first wench. But I'll close with this one instead. Which means, of course, bow to me, dogs. Paragon, your thoughts after hearing the comments of the Teflon Sheik? Uh, Teflon Sheik, no te tengo miedo mañana, es tu desesperación. Broma de un milagro. Tu es la chien. Do it, das es mit. I can pull little parlor tricks where I'm speaking other languages also. It's not impressive. It doesn't make you intelligent. It doesn't make you a grand strategist. The fact of the matter is that you say something like, I'm in a, I, that you are in a no-win situation. No, I 
am in a no-win situation because I'm walking into the pay-per-view with a joke. I'm walking into the pay-per-view with somebody that nobody expects to win, and I'm walking in against somebody that nobody thinks should win. So if I win this match, big deal. I don't gain anything. If I lose this match, it loses everything. It loses credibility for this company. It loses credibility for the main event of freaking immortal. So you want to tell me that I'm complacent, that I don't care, that that I've gotten full of myself? You're damn right I'm full of myself because R.A.W.F. is Paragon of Greatness, and Paragon of Greatness is R.A.W.F. I represent this company. I wave that flag. I carry the name R.A.W.F. with me every single place that I go. And if you think that somebody like you is going to walk into this house, this house that all of us live in, this house that I currently represent with this championship belt, and you're going to walk in and face me and go to Immortal, the biggest show in RAWF, then you're out of your damn mind, Teflon Sheik. You want to keep talking? Congratulations. You've pissed me off. I no longer pity you. I'm going into this pay-per-view to destroy you and to crush any hope that you have of trying to sully the name of this company in the future. You don't understand the things that you've just done to yourself because at one point you were nothing but a little bit of a joke character. A, a, hey, look at this fluky guy stepping up. Isn't that neat and fun? But it's going to be nothing like that at the pay-per-view. There's no fun to be had at unyielding. What's going to happen to you is going to be disastrous. You want me to bow because I'm a dog? Well, I'm going to make you my bitch. All right. Comments from the World Heavyweight Champion, the Paragon of Greatness. It's going to be one hell of a match tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. I have a feeling Paragon of Greatness versus the Teflon Sheik, the World Heavyweight Championship on the line. All right, Paragon, stick around. I'll let you give you a few, give you a little time to calm down, cool down, uh, and then we'll we'll talk to your opponent for the multimedia title here in a little while, the Great Red Dragon. But first, ladies and gentlemen, a man who's got several big matches himself tomorrow at Unyielding is here. He is well, he's not here. He's calling in from a, hopefully a dumpster somewhere around, somewhere blocks away. Uh, he is the one and only. Gentlemen, three huge matches for this man tomorrow at Unyielding. He is Hobo Ezekiel. Hobo, are you there? The trains ain't stopping because the bulls ain't watching. How are you doing, Amadeus? I'm doing okay. Hopefully you found yourself a nice uh, cozy dumpster somewhere to sit and relax and talk to us. 
I got out of uh, 730 westbound a couple hours ago and uh, just waiting for tomorrow until the matches start up. Uh, but first, I want to say that Teflon Oil Mouse Seek is uh, he couldn't pick a flea off the hobo's ass. And just just to hear him say all that, I was surprised he could do that same through all his mustache like it did. <laughs> Well, yeah, it, it was a mouthful, certainly from the Teflon Sheik earlier. I be, but, uh, you know, Hobo, he's not your problem, at least not tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow you got three big matches, two of them against the same person. You will be defending the Grand Slam Baseball Championship against Killa Neptune while also challenging him for the Powerball Championship. So two matches, two titles. And uh, one opponent, Killa Neptune. Your thoughts on having to face Killa Neptune in two separate matches tomorrow? Well, I tell you what, it'll make uh, it a lot easier reading that match card. But in, in all seriousness, uh, Killa Neptune's a tough son of a bitch. Uh, it's going to be a tough match, uh, both both matches, and it's leading up to my match with uh, Mortal Griffith and. Uh, I was looking for some inspiration, you know, because I had a couple of wins, unfortunate, against Immortal One, and uh, I went uh, to go see a uh, Chinese um, guy that I know, he's a chef, called uh, Yu Chen from the Yu uh, Fats Restaurant, and uh, he didn't have much uh, to say as far as inspiration, so I'm going to have to go down there and uh, do it the old-fashioned way and uh, kick some ass. And, of course, Killa Neptune is an R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer as well as uh, uh, being be, being fish, but you know, being a fish person or whatever you want to call him. Uh, he, he, I mean, he's used to he, – he may be the one person in R.A.W.F. who understands – who can withstand your stench quite, quite honestly because, he, you know, he's been around fish all of his life. Uh, does that concern you that one of your major advantages may be taken away from you when you go up against Killer Neptune? Well, I did go up against the Wild Eyed Yeti to become the first time RAWF my career uh, national champion, and he's been around vacant uh, Vale for a long time, so I was, I was pretty confident uh, I'm going up against another Hall of Famer. That's true. That's true. You do have a history of doing so. However, one Hall of Famer you've not been able to uh, to take out or defeat is the person you're going up against for the Platinum Dragon Championship, that, of course, being the Immortal Griffith. Uh, this will be your second consecutive pay-per-view challenge him for the Platinum Dragon Championship. What, what's, what can you do differently this time that you think will get, take you to victory? At unyielding. You know, it, it, it's a that's a good question, Lord Amadeus. Um, I faced this guy like uh, Shifty you know, has said. Uh, Immortal Griffith is not somebody you want to piss off. Uh, he's among one of the main draws that makes uh, R.A.W.F. what it is, one of the all-time main eventers. And I ain't just. Uh, saying that uh, to get uh, scoring points because uh, I've wrestled him. He's a tough uh, son of a bitch and uh, it's going to be a tough pay-per-view. 
I'll give you give them that. But uh, we'll see how you know the wheels roll and uh, the way I come in there, and uh, it's going to be a lot of blood and a lot of ass kicking on both sides, and I'm pretty interested to see what a demo, what a what color of demigod bleeds. All right. Well, it will be a, definitely a tough pay-per-view for you tomorrow. Uh, three big matches, no, and Platinum Dragon, it don't get much bigger than that. Good luck to you, Hobo, and uh, uh, we'll try. We'll try to keep. We'll try to to get a warm dumpster for you out back at the Bridgestone tomorrow. Release the rage. <laughs> that was Hobo Ezekiel, ladies and gentlemen. He's got himself a chore tomorrow. Two matches against Kelo Neptune for two separate titles, and then, of course, challenging the Immortal Griffith for the Platinum Dragon Championship. All right. So, with that being said, Coogs, Coogs, you still here? You st- c- come, get get away from Coogs. Yes, I'm still here. You're still here. I, I, you, you and Bubs have kind of been, kind of been hogging the chat out there. What, what is going on out there that you two? Can't you two? Can't you do be civil for just a while and say save it for tomorrow? No. She must face the fact that this is her fault and stop blaming my nephew. This is not his fault. This is who's. What do you mean, your your nephew? Which who specifically are referring to? The anarchist icon, of course. Ah, ah, and I do see that icon has blessed us with his presence in the chat tonight. Hi, how you doing there, icon? Uh, but well, we got to get both sides of the story on this one. Let's bring in the one and only. That's the Don't wrong. Don't stop pestering me for, get for autographs. Like I just. Jealous of me, but I can't help it that I'm popular. Well, Bubs, really, calm, really? calm down. You're gonna trip me when I'm walking in here. You have lost. Oh, I can't help I am, it. Big old uh, I'm, I'm just ready to go. You know what? Start the damn match. I, I don't even want to <laughs> wait till tomorrow. I'm sick of this. I am sick. <laughs> Get 
Kyle. Ah, tomorrow, these two ladies, ladies and gentlemen, will go at it in a high-voltage steel cage match. So, Bubs, Coogs is saying you're laying all laying the blame for all for for you leaving Anarchy on Icon. Do you agree with that sentiment? Yep, he left. He left me. He left me with the kids. He, he he left anarchy, but no, it's all blamed on me. Everything's always my fault because Coog says so. Whatever. <sighs> when so, are you what? going to realize this has nothing to do with you leaving anarchy? Nothing. It has to do with you being a selfish wench. I'm a selfish wench. You couldn't. Whatever. Whatever. You know what? Uh, just let us in the cage. Let us in the cage. Yeah. You know what? Forget it. You know what? Just get out of the way, LA. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bust her right here. Hey, hey, quit it. Both of you, come on, stop it. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. That both of you separated. You know what? I have a feeling you guys are going to need more than just a high cage to keep this one in. I'm assigning a special guest referee for this match. Oh, really? Yeah, who's going to be stupid enough to get in a cage between us tomorrow? I'd like to know that myself. Oh, I definitely have to have a claw sharpened. I'm gonna be, I'm I'm gonna step into the step into the cage and referee this match because the two of you, I, uh, first of all, you're both you're both very valuable to me and as far as REWF assets go. And at the same time, I'm also also worried about both of you health and well being. So I'm going to get in there. Oh, good lord, help me and be the referee. You're okay. not going to have you're not going to have all the hair products and stuff in your hair, are you? Don't I always? That's not like I, yeah. Well, I'm I'm concerned for you then because you know electricity and your hair and chemicals and fire and you might go bald. Ah. <sighs> I may I may wear wear a, I may wear a helmet. I may wear a helmet. Something. Uh, some riot gear. Yeah, that's what I need. Some riot gear. Hey, All right. So, ladies, good luck to you tomorrow. Hopefully, the two of you. Yeah, she's gonna need it. Just come. You you both need to go. Just everyone to settle down. You know what? We need a we we need a song break, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, when we return, we will be talking to the likes of Mark Caliber, the Great Red Dragon, and uh, the Razor. Who knows who else will be calling in? It should be very interesting, ladies and gentlemen. This is REWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network, and in honor of St. Patrick's Day tomorrow, a little ditty for you all. <laughs> Go with the wall of her, let's stick in the shinty bone. 
Yes, we have very special meat jello sauce. We know you like. Very spicy. Very good. And hot and sour soup. Very good. And two very special meat egg rolls. Oh, you like it. And tell your grandpaper he needs to cut back on his prices. Hobo Nico's on the double so far. Oh, we very cheap, very cheap. And you have very special meat. Okay, you wait here. We'll be ready in a minute. You wouldn't buy a chance to have beanie winners, would you? No, we have no beanie weenies. We have a fries and chicken nuggets for kids and old grannies with no teeth to chew. Well, never hurts to ask how much I owe. Okay, you pay $29.85. Look here, $29.85. Tell you, Jen, if he wants to stay in business, he better start keeping them dumpsters full. Okay, food ready, you pay. You go now. Thank you for coming to Yufash Chinese Restaurant and take her out. Get your claws out of my beard, you hairball coughing bastard. Does my nose look like a Benny Winnie to you? I'll buy your lips. How about that? I don't say to it that you can roast every one of your nine lives, you son of a bitch. Yo, 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 it's your boy Blaze McCoy, the Steel City Superman, the lunatic kick from the sticks, and well, 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 what do we have here? Well, you're tuned into Blaze Radio, that's B-L-A-I-S-E-D, mixing old school and new school in pro wrestling and gaming. It's AI controlled with furious, unadulterated commentary, kids. It's live, interactive, imaginary internet wrestling for your entertainment. It's all original characters, most of whom are in the chat in character. Sit back, relax, and let the AI take you for a ride with the gladiators of the combat kingdom on Leaning Towards Death Wrestling right here on the Blaze Radio Network as part of the Digital Wrestling Syndicate here on YouTube. Oh, but prepare yourself for some wit, wordplay, and wisecracks, idioms, idiots, and innuendo, add a side of sarcasm, and this is LTD, I'm the Blaze, and he's the radio, Radio Rex Rapulski. So keep it real and get reeled in, hook, line, and sinker. Stay tuned, somebody's about to get blazed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Uh, just had to break up a fight out in the chat between the two lovely ladies. About got clawed. Luckily, my su- superior agility allowed me to dodge out of the way of that. I've already felt those claws many too many times as it is. So, oh, hopefully, they those two will calm down. And take it out on the ring, in the ring tomorrow. Let's talk to our REWF Powerball GM now. He is the one and only.
Ladies and gentlemen, the Razor joining us now on After Hours. Good evening, Razor. Good evening, LA. Yeah, yeah. careful, Razor. We 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 got we got some dueling ladies, some some couple of pissed off redheads. So just mind, watch your step. All right. Yeah, I noticed that. Are, are you think that's a good idea to uh, to get in the ring tomorrow in between those two? Why are you volunteering to do it? Well, uh, I guess I no, could. I yeah, no, I, no, 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 some... no, no, no. I stepped up, said I was going to do it. I'm going to do it. But you know, I appreciate it. Appreciate the thought raiser that you were actually. Would have gone through with it. I have a feeling you'd you'd come out just the worst for where as I will. So, uh, I'll take one on well, the chin. I was just time. concerned for your well-being. No, I appreciate it. You're you're a good man, Razor. You're you're a good man, and a great GM. Uh, sorry, I did not realize that you were here in time to let you come on and make the Powerball announcement yourself. I already am already uh, announced the winner of the Powerball. Uh, but it seemed like it seemed like your second your, the second season under your reign went pretty well. Yes, it did. Uh, I was uh, just a little bit disappointed. I was hoping Bubs could pull it out, but uh, she just couldn't get past that last match and that uh, that stench that was in the air. Yeah, it was a it was a well played season. Bubs almost being the former Powerball tournament Powerball GM almost pulled out the victory to challenge for the title that she basically created. But maybe next time, Bubs. Maybe next time. There's always a next time. Maybe at Immortal, you can I challenge. I couldn't breathe. What did you expect me to do? I couldn't breathe with that thing in there. Well, you know that's that's part of his repertoire, if you will. Part of his repertoire. Ah, uh, but at any who razor. Uh, when do can we expect the next season of Powerball to come out? I will probably be putting that into the works this coming weekend. All right. Awesome. Awesome, and of course, it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty easy system, ladies and gentlemen. You go into the scene when Razor makes the announcement. Three guess three numbers between one and thirty. If you even get one, you're into the tournament for a Powerball for the Powerball title shot at Immortal. So it's a big one. Choose your numbers carefully. I, I don't know how exactly you do that, but you know, uh, it could be it could be a big one for you if you get you need to get one out of three right. Of course, if you get by some miracle all three right, it's an immediate Powerball title shot. All right, Razor, anything you wanted to address or talk about? I've been thinking about this, LA, and I think it's time that uh, maybe I re-entered the ring. Okay. Yeah, because you've been you've been kind of you know you you decided you were gonna take some time off from in ring competition uh, due to due to schedule, but you're saying your schedule's cleared up and you want to get back in the ring. I am. I want to make a run at Immortal. Well, all right. Hmm. Interesting. It wasn't expecting that. Well then, I tell you what, Razor. 
because I want I don't want to make it. I take. Do you want to get back in the ring tomorrow, or do you want to wait until the period starts, the rankings period? I'm ready to get back in the ring tomorrow, sir. Well, if that be the case, I can certainly give you a, a, an opponent for tomorrow, right here, right now. Tomorrow at Unyielding, you will take on. Looking. Mm-hmm. Former RAWF World Heavyweight Champion Salik. How does that sound? It sounds like a good way to get started back on track. All right. It will be the Razor versus Salik tomorrow at Unyielding. All right, Razor. Well, welcome back. We'll make sure you're. We'll make sure you get your match tomorrow, and I'll make sure I get you put back on the active roster uh, as well. Welcome back. Thank you, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen. From one, from the Razor, we go on to a man who has been making some noises of late. It's been a while since we've seen him at. Work this hard and be this tough He is the one and only Calculating one himself, the crow, Mark Caliber. Good evening, Mark. Good evening, L.A. How are you this fine evening, despite what just happened earlier with whatever that uh, that uh, crash on the floor there? Well, that let's we, we, not talk about that right now. We, 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 okay. we, let's talk. Let's talk about you because you have been on quite the roll as of late here in RAWF, uh, including big victories. Uh, massive victories on the last two superstars. First, it was a victory over the world heavyweight champion himself, the Paragon of Greatness. And then last week, I believe it was on Superstars, a victory over the Great Red Dragon. And you've got yourself right now sitting in the top 25. Where where has this Mark Caliber been? Why haven't we seen this before? What are you doing different? What's going on? I'll tell you what I've been doing... uh... I've been trying to uh, re- replan my strategy, you know. Uh, you know, I, I have been in the ring with Paragon many, many times before. And, you know, when, he, when, you, when you go to, to wrestle like the exact same guy, uh, sometimes 
you have to change things up a little bit when when your opponent least expects it. Because I know for for guys that have faced me in the past, they're you know they're expecting some of the same stuff. You know, they're expecting this, they're expecting that. So it would be up to the person, the the other person, to try to change things up. You know, and try to come up with other ways to beat my opponents. And that's exactly what I did with Paragon. It was definitely an upset, to say the least. It was not what I was expecting to see, but yet I saw a victory over the World Heavyweight Champion. That had to boost your spirits. And then, of course, a win over the Great Red Dragon last week. You right now, as as we sit, as we stand, uh, the highest I believe you've been in your RAWF career, sitting at number 13. So, Mark, congratulations. Uh, Keep up the good work. Thank you. this what this means is I need to give you a, a pretty decent opponent for tomorrow's unyielding. Uh, you know, you, we I got to make sure you're you're worthy of this of this position. So what I think I'm going to do, I'm going to take you and pit you against another person here in RAWF who also has had his struggles but manages to be a mainstay like you have. The two of you will go at it tomorrow. At unyielding, you will take on Luigi Mario. All right, that sounds good. I'll tell you what, Luigi Mario, hey, he's a he's a hell of a competitor himself, man. I mean, I've seen some of his work in in other companies besides REWF. He's an amazing competitor, and uh, and I know I'm just coming off a couple of wins over Paragon and the Great Red Red Dragon, uh, both amazing competitors. And like, oh, wait a minute. Hey, uh, I, LA, I don't know if you're seeing this, but apparently, I see it. Do you accept Luigi the has something in mind? Yeah, he's looking for a Fubar City street fight, which he's actually had quite a bit of success with as of late. Uh, it's kind of been his forte, if you will. He's uh, successfully defeated two other opponents in Fubar street, City street fights as of recently. You up to the challenge, Mark? LA. Me and my little buddy here have been have been jumping from building to building, searching around the city to try to find some stuff, try to find some some uh, some bad guys to take out. You know what? I have no problem accepting his challenge. Wait, you and Luigi Mario are a crime fighting team, like Batman and Robin? No. Oh. No, I'm talking about my little crow buddy here. Oh, your little crow. I didn't. Oh, is that what? I didn't. I didn't know that was real. He looks stuffed. I thought it was just like part of your outfit. I'm sorry. Does he? Uh, don't worry. He's, he's in the cage. You're fine. Okay. I, I didn't know. I thought I, I kind of thought that was just, I don't know. All right. Well, there you go, Mark. Tomorrow on, at Unyielding, it will be you versus Luigi Mario. One of you, and, and there's quite a bit on the line. There's both of you in the top 25. Uh, a win can send either one of you up skyrocketing into the top ten. We never know. Good luck to both of you. Thank you, L.A. Stick around, Mark, for the promotion segment, because I know you'll want to plug your company. There's no one. But we've got a lot, still got a lot of people waiting, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but I'm going to turn back to Paragon uh, real quick. Paragon? Tomorrow at Unyielding, as one of your one of your featured matches, defending the multimedia championship against the Great Red Dragon. Uh, I'm gonna 
bring him on right now. He needs no introduction. Caller, you are on the air. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, more ladies and some of you gentlemen. Okay, probably a lot more gentlemen than I care to admit. But how you doing? It is I, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, the great Red Dragon. How you doing tonight? I'm doing fine, Dragon. Doing fine. Tomorrow... On at Unyielding, you challenge the Paragon of Greatness for the Multimedia Championship. Your first opportunity, yeah. opportunity to get your first gold in RAWF. You've been on tear. You are currently ranked number four ahead of Paragon uh, in the no. top twenty-five. Uh, no, what's uh, what's uh, what's he ranked again now? What's that? Oh wow, he's ranked so far down the list. Is ta- uh, I asked uh. What's no, no. Right now? And you took a minute. I thought, damn, he must be at the bottom now. You no, he's, just beha- he's, now. Right, he's actually right behind you at number five, but that's beside the point. Oh, 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 okay. Right behind me. That's uh, Man, thank goodness I already took a shower. Don't have to worry about any soap droppage issues. Woo! Uh, so we're ready to get going. Yeah. <laughs> try Amadeus. Easy now. Amadeus. <laughs> I don't. I don't need Easy. to. Break, I don't want to be breaking I, I, oh. up any other fights tonight. Okay. I already got it. Had to get in oh, between two. Oh, 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 no! It's coming. It's coming. Uh, and I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. It's coming. Yeah, but yeah, go ahead and ask me your questions. You know, I got this whole spiel ready to go. But go ahead. Well, I tell you what. I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna ask you any questions. I'll let Paragon ask you a question. Paragon, do you have any questions oh, for the Great Red boy. Dragon? Oh, well, you know, yeah, go ahead. I'll be, I'll be nice. I'll be quiet. Go ahead. Actually, I've, I've got something pretty positive. I've had some negative things to say to you, but my question to you is, after all of this time here in RAWF, a, a legend as, as the as of the time of your return, how do you address going into a match like this with a world heavyweight champion, knowing that? While you live under this legend label, your championship history is nil. My championship history is nil. You know what? You're absolutely right. Hot damn. I don't go out there trying to, you know, uh, don't get take a fifth. I don't go out there trying to be, you know, a shining example of what greatness could be. I actually go and live it. I go where the belts are actually meaningful. So I've got a couple of belts. Who cares? It's in companies that I know respect the titles. That's why I'm here. Now, I didn't say that to disparage you, okay? It's fine. You're a shining example of what greatness can be. It doesn't mean by your own definition that you actually are great. I know that I am because I'm willing to admit that I fuck up. I fail. You know what, cuz? I get down. Oh, God, I'm sounding like a fucking face. Oh, God, help me. I'm the egotistical asshole here, but, man, you already came off of that one tonight. I mean, get on the show, and somebody in chat might want to help me with my rec- recollection, you know, because I'm not perfect. I'm not a shining example of greatness. I'm just great. 
Somebody might want to help me out. Beginning of the show, uh, he said something like, I am the world champion, and I'm just around here with people from Impact Wrestlers. Damn, even Razor, a, a fellow GM, is just a piece of shit? Everybody out here listening to the show right now is a piece of shit. Damn. Damn. I don't mind being a piece of shit. You know, I've got bacon all over me. Sorry. Sorry, Sheik. Sorry. You're great, but, you know, you can't touch me. I got bacon. Uh, and Luke, oh, my God, he's a great wrestler. Have you – you haven't – have you wrestled him? I have. He's great. I mean, I've got his number, but, you know, I don't call him every day like, hey, you want to hang out, Netflix and chill? I don't do that. But, you know, I go where the company – where companies that have actual titles of meaning are. And so you want to rag me out for not having a, a whole plethora of, of titles, you know, go right ahead. Feel free. I'm supposed to be the egotistical heel. You're supposed to be the the baby face, except, but you're, right now you're doing some gimmick infringement here, man. And I'm thinking about getting Amadeus to put an injunction on you and, you know, getting me some money and some royalties off this shenanigans. You know, first I'd like to say that uh, you can't call up Luke and Netflix and chill because I think it's been pretty clear that Luke isn't going anymore. Luke, Luke loves Netflix. He may not be on there anymore, but, you know, they parted on good terms, and they may be coming back. You never know. Have faith. <laughs> shit, have faith in your fellow humans and the people that you consider shit. And not no, actually being a little bit more. upwards of I'm, NXT standards. I mean, impact players. I mean, okay, I'm happy have, to be all right. to whoop, whoop, this shit. Hey, hold on, hold Wait, on, hold on. what? Why are we debating Netflix? We're supposed to be talking about a match. I don't know. He brought it up. I mean, if you want to, you know, we can we can listen, debate it after I'm in the title. I can. Let's save that for. Yeah, let's save that for another radio show, like not one that's oh, not okay. mine. Yeah, but you know what? I'll be a little more serious for you. How about that? Uh, you know, I, I try okay. to make some jokes. I, I kind of kid around here because the fact of the matter is it's it's kind of a no-win situation trying to trash talk Great Red Dragon. I mean, he's good at the trash talk, but what's even more is people love him. Hell, I love him. The guy is entertaining as all hell. I mean, trying to insult him is going to go over as well as a fart in church. But the fact is – Have you ever farted in church? That shit is funny as hell. You know, I did it. The, I'm going to be doing it tomorrow morning. You want to join? He's got a whole exactly. bunch of bees. He probably is going to lay a giant fart tomorrow, and that's the thing. He's funny. He's hilarious. Everybody loves him. I love him. But your commercial earlier, L.A., for um, Blaze Radio, it actually kind of reminded me of my situation going into this pay-per-view. And I know that's a, that's a strange thing. Inspiration comes from weird places. I'm looking at my matches with Teflon Cheek and my matches with the Great Red Dragon, and Blaze said something about how the opponents are controlled by artificial intelligence, and I thought to myself, that is unyielding for me. The Teflon Sheik is intelligent. The Great Red Dragon is artificial. He's a hype machine. He's somebody that constantly tells everybody how he was a legend. He comes out with this this bluster and all of this <laughs> booming voice. He tell he he talks about how great he is. He says he's going to go to other companies where people take the belt seriously, where they respect the belts. 
this has always been the company that respects the belts more than anywhere else, and he can't achieve success here. So he's either saying that he doesn't believe this company takes the belt seriously, or he's saying that he's not good enough to compete in a real company or real championships. And again, I love you, Dragon. You're hilarious. I, I've been looking forward to this opportunity to work with you forever. But funny only gets you so far. Tomorrow at Unyielding, it's going to be a match, and you just don't win those. And I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm not trying to be egotistical about it. I'm being honest with you because I would love to see you win this. I, you know, I would never like to drop a championship. I would never want to drop a championship, but I love to see new champions, and I love to see people that the fans love, that RAWF can sell merchandise. You can be happy. The fans can be happy. The company can be happy. It's something that is a win across the board, and if this company is happy, then I am happy. I would love to see the Great Red Dragon holding high this multimedia championship, and that's why I'm telling you. I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not trying to warn you. I'm not doing some sort of catchphrase about how I'm going to whip your ass. I'm telling you, go into this ring and give it everything that you've got because you're going to have to. All right. We're going to drop, drop the stick right here. No more jokes. I respect you, but you're underestimating me. You're under estimating me and that is your downfall tomorrow unyielding bring your a-game and i already know you're going to bring your friends to do those fan supports and cheer you on at ringside it doesn't matter win or lose you and i we're going to put on the match of the year It will be right there in L.A. Match of the night. Book it. (laughs) It's already booked. What are you talking about? I booked it three weeks ago. Saying write it in history books, sir. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to say. Pretty sure I already had you guys sign contracts a couple weeks ago. But anyways, it will be the Paragon of Greatness taking on the Great Red Dragon multimedia title on the line tomorrow at Unyielding. Thank you. Thank you, Dragon. Thank you, Paragon. All right. I believe our next caller is calling from a remote location somewhere uh, out and about, as he usually is. He's a man of the town. He's the man of the world. He is the one and only. I am immortal. Immortal. Notorious. So notorious. make you famous ladies and gentlemen your platinum dragon champion the immortal griffith i believe is with us griff are you there 
I am, sir. I am. Hopefully you can hear me fairly well. I'm sort of uh, kind of driving around in Japan right now of all places. So, you know, I got to kind of have to pay attention because uh, they drive a little crazy over here. J- Japan? Wait a minute. What are you doing in Japan? We got to be in Nashville tomorrow night. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'm, I'm heading to the airport right now. Okay. I'm like, that's, that's, you know, that's not a short flight. I hope you're not no, going to be too... My, my jet is already waiting for me to just get on it, and we're going to be good. We're going to be there. All right. Good to hear. Glad to hear it. So, Griff, tomorrow night yep. at Unyielding, you'll be taking on Hobo Ezekiel's second straight pay-per-view for that Platinum Dragon uh, Championship. Hobo already had his say earlier. Uh, I don't know that you caught it. You probably didn't catch it. But, uh, I mean, what is, what is there to say about this if you possibly we haven't said over the last few weeks, uh, considering that this well, will be the second time? Before we get to that, I just want to say something else kind of, kind of unrelated. Um, so, you know, I'm listening in, listening to the show. i got to say, as of right now, I really never want to hear anything about my ego ever again after that after that clip between you know the paragon of arrogance and the great red ego. Like I don't I don't ever want to hear anyone complain about my ego ever again. Okay, all right. That that's I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, but <laughs> kind of a, getting back on topic. <laughs> Thoughts on no, Hobo. I'm the greatest motherfucking thing this company's ever goddamn seen, and you damn well know I'm going to kick his ass. Oh, wait, did that just go against what I said? Shit. <laughs> kind of, just a bit. Yeah, that kind of, you know. I, I, no, so, I, so that, no, no, jokes aside, jokes aside. Look, like I said this before, and I'll say it again. Hobo's a tough son of a bitch, you know, and I, I really, I'm, I'm actually kind of happy he got this rematch because... You know, now I get to see what happens when he hasn't been in a fight for his life earlier in the evening. You know, and that's, you know, you know me, man. You you know, you're in kindred with me. You work out with me. You know, you know me. I'm not in this for the easy win. I I want the best of the best night after night pushing me to my limits. And if I win, great. And if I lose, great. You know why? Because if I lose, I learn something. And it makes me better. It makes me tougher. It makes me come back harder and stronger. You know, that's one of the reasons, look, you, you think that I went after Paragon as long and hard as I did because it was found it amusing? I mean, I did find it amusing, but that's not why I did it. I did it because he pushed me and he made me better. And if that's what I get out of Hobo Ezekiel, if I get a fight that makes me better, then great. And if I get a fight that he rolls over and it's a snooze fest, well, it sucks to be him, but I'll still have my belt. And, of course, I know how important it is to you to be Platinum Dragon Champion going into Immortal next month, which is just five weeks away from tomorrow night. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that that is high, uh, that is on your mind as we get, as we head towards the biggest pay-per-view of the year. Absolutely. You know, I, like I said, you know, this belt, you know, I'm the one who dubbed it this, and I, and I mean it every time I say it. This belt is the heart and soul of this company, and it is on the shoulders of the person it should be. Fair enough. Of course, we will. We do not know who. If it, we do not know whether you will be champion, we will have. We will find out uh, tomorrow at oh, unyielding. Think, yeah. We can assume. We can predict, but we can't absolutely know. We can't see the future. I'm not. I, 
I, I'm I'm a lot of things, but I am not a I am not a future prediction. But let me let me tell you something a great man once said: past predicts future. And if that's the case, then you certainly will be champion, go, platinum dragon champion, going into immortal. But Hobo Ezekiel, we don't we will find out tomorrow at Unyielding. All right, Griff, I'll let you get on that plane, uh, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. I will see you there. I'll be there. All right. The Immortal All Griffith right. look, looking to go into unyielding as Platinum Dragon Champion. A man who also wants to get, wants to go into Immortal as a champion, but he wants to make history tomorrow first by becoming the first person to beat Mithras for the Midnight Hobo Championship. Ladies and gentlemen, he is he is the one and only. And welcome the dog, War Dog Alpha, to the program. Good evening, War Dog. Good evening, man. How's it going? It's going. It's going, buddy. We are just we are just tw- less than 24 hours away from unyielding, where you may have the match of your RAWF career uh, uh, when you take on Mistress for the Midnight Hobo title. Uh, I agree 100. <laughs> percent It is going to be. Yeah, I'm here in Nashville right now. Um, I'm actually staying with a friend of mine, and I'm excited. I'm very excited. Uh, I think that, uh, (laughs) man, this is a whole different war dog. (laughs) I've been training for months, Um, had my eye on this for months, and I'm excited that I'm able to get another shot. And I think this time I'm I'm not just going to run through Mithras, but I'm going to win. I'm coming out with the title. This is do or die time for me. You did. This is not your first opportunity at the Midnight Hobo Championship, but the match you had with him back in August, I believe, at Tropical Aggression was one of the best matches I've ever seen for that Midnight Hobo title. Mithras just barely getting out of there with his with his Midnight Hobo Championship. Uh, do you think that sits in his mind somewhat that he remembers that match very, very well? And does it sit in your mind that you came this close to unseating him? Uh, is that going to be on, in your brain as you walk into this match tomorrow? Well, I, I don't know if it's on his mind or not, but I know for me it, it certainly is. 
And every time I work out, every time I train, I push myself harder. I mean, Jesus, man, I was one of the Flexicans. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who the Flexicans are. Um, we dominated USL. These guys, they taught me so much. And since training with them and then moving on, I've been training with Rook. I've been training with Sin. I've been training with all Canadian crew or almost all Canadian crew. Um, man, I've become a whole different person in the ring. Um, learned a lot of things that I didn't even know. Uh, I am very excited for this match. Very excited. It is, and it, of course, as we all know, Mithras with a, I mean, a phenomenal reign with this title. He has held it for the better part of three years. Uh, and, I mean, it is, it's been an incredible run. Many people, many, many people have tried to unseat him. Some of R.A.W.F.'s best have gone into the ring with him, intent on taking away that Midnight Hobo Championship, including yourself. Uh, but, and... And this is a big but. None of them come as close as I did either. None of them got that close. I almost beat him. You did. And this time, there's no almost. I'm going to beat him. I'm going to do what everybody thinks I can't do. And I'm going to walk out the Midnight Hobo Champion. Well... There's a sec- there's two sides to every story. Let's get the take of the champion himself, ladies and gentlemen. He is the title machine. He is the reigning midnight hobo champion. He is the one and only. Gentlemen, he is here, the Mithras, the title machine. Good evening, Mithras. Hey, Amadeus, how are you? I'm doing fine. I'm sure you heard the words of War Dog Alpha, your challenger tomorrow for the Midnight Hobo title. Do you have a retort? Uh, I don't know what that is, but I want to ask you a question. Do you know what okay. really sucks? Do you know what really sucks? What? Do you know what really sucks? Well, no. aside from this Teflon sheet, do you know what really sucks? <laughs> <laughs> what really sucks is when you have to go into battle with someone who you respect and you actually kind of think is a cool guy. But it doesn't matter because, quite frankly, that narrow-ish win last time motivates me more than anything has because it's very easy to get tired and bored and even lazy but knowing 
this time that the opponent is somebody who came very close, yet didn't win. Now, did you? Didn't win is very motivating. And I'm not screwing around with this either. And I know the Flexicans. I know Cyrus and all, all those dudes. Um, not sure. You know, Rook, Rook is Mr. Entertainment. Sin, he's also Mr. Entertainment. This isn't about entertainment. This is about war. And it can be funny, and you can make jokes all you want. But it doesn't matter at the end of the day. What matters is who comes out on top. Now, you've never heard me talk like this. I don't know why, but maybe this time is because I am more motivated than ever before. And I will come out with that belt. I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. It's just a matter of how brutal will that match get? That's the big question. And the question is whether War Dog is going to be thinking about how he just came up very short. He gave it his all last time. No one can doubt that. He can, no one can claim that he didn't. And he still didn't leave with the belt. What's changed? Nothing. Will happen again. Oh, lots of change. Other than that, things are lots great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I went to OC. <laughs> yes. Wow. Go ahead. All right, we're back in character. I have beat you <laughs> in a finals match at USL. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's over. How many, <laughs> titles? How many, US, how many USL titles do you have? How many USL titles do you have? Really? Oh, I just got my first. Just yeah, got my first. 45 here. So, right. Three years with the Midnight Hobo title. It's, it's, you know, a one here and one there doesn't mean anything. <laughs> who has the staying power? Who has the strength and the commitment and the courage to stay in that same place? The funny Very thing is you're rattled. I can hear it. Rattled. You've never heard me talk this way. I have put you on a new level. Maybe it's a higher Mithras. level, not a rattled level. We make each other better in the ring. I love it. This is going to be one of the greatest matches of the year. Screw Paragon and Red Dragon. This is going to be the match of the century. I promise. I don't doubt it. And I'm I focused. I don't doubt going to have that title. And I always respect you 100%. But you're right. Last time I respected you too much. I've seen you almost break. This time I'm going <laughs> to break you. Uh, don't mistake breaking for flexibility and willingness to adapt and improvise to defeat any end. There's a big difference. <laughs> oh man, this is going to be great! I'm Hold looking on. forward to this. This is going to be the Hold match on. of my I'm, career. I'm I'm counting my money right now. Just give me a second. Okay, but anyhow, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Sorry, where were we? Yes, I'm. I'm just yeah. Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, Unyielding is going to be incredible. Mithras, the title machine, War Dog, Alpha, Midnight Hobo Championship. On the line, looking very much forward to it. This is the main event. This is the main event. I hope you listen. You know, put it appropriately. <laughs> oh wow! Woo! It is. It is it going is. to be one no hell of a night. I, I, That's one Mithras thing we agree on. The best, bro. He got too serious. 
Pardon me. I, I think what but I think Bubs was saying you sound sexy when you're serious. I'm not sure. She she was kind of she kind of had some drool coming off of her chin. Well, I hope that's what she meant. I, I said, I think he may need a fester. I've never heard him that serious. Oh, Mr. Okay. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bubs. I couldn't, I couldn't understand you. Uh, but at any who. Wow. I think I took the Tomorrow, extra strength version. The extra strength version, yes. I may need some Mephester after this, after tomorrow's pay-per-view is all over. Uh, it will be, ladies and gentlemen, unyielding tomorrow night. We will be on air here on the Back to Basics Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to talk more about unyielding. We will talk more about everything going on in RNDWF, including the upcoming Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, which we will be still taking donations for the moment uh, for that, folks. Uh, the scene, I've, I've shared it already several times. Uh, I'm sure you've all seen it in the last few weeks on the, in the chat. Uh, if you do want to uh, do want to donate here at the last minute, please get a hold of me or one of the other RAWF GMs. All right, hold on a second. I need to do something real quick. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, one hour, 41 minutes, and crypto crypto lasted an hour and 41 minutes tonight. That's a record for him. Everyone give him a round of applause. Hooray. All right. <laughs> <laughs> who. So, uh, where was I? All right. So, Immortal, ladies and gentlemen, April 21st from State Farm Stadium, in Phoenix, Arizona, of course, we will have the Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, the sixth annual Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. We will be announcing new members into the RAWF Hall of Fame as well. I'll be getting together with the Hall of Fame committee very, very soon and posting uh, an opinion theme on the RAWF Hall of Fame here in the next couple of days. Keep an eye out on that. And, uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, keep an eye out for turn, the upcoming Arsehole, Biatch, and Extra Point tournaments. They will be posted very, very soon as well. That being said, oh, looks like, it looks like I've got um, another caller here. I think someone says he's calling from one of his remote taco trucks uh, out, in, out and about somewhere. He is the one and only. Please welcome the Mexican cookie monster. I mean, the wonderful legend of El Vacant. Good evening, El Vacant. You want to look? Why you do this? You know, you I miss show because of you tonight. You know what? Oh, I, uh, oh, hola, 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 hola
you were conspicuous by your absence tonight. Uh, what, what, what was the hold one of my uh, idiot, one of my idiot nephews, uh, like overturned one of the trucks. So uh, like I had to go and then we had to get the truck back on its wheels. And now I have to try and nurse it back to the garage to get it fixed. And we've lost all these, there's, there's, there's freaking guacamole, guacamole everywhere. Guacamole. Wow. Did, everywhere. Did, did he, did he dump all the cookies too? What was that? I couldn't hear it. I don't what what, what what do you mean cookies? That never mind. Never mind. We just it, it, it just No, no. We, we <laughs> have churros. We had no cookies. Oh, no cookies. Okay. Well, you might you might you might want to get some cookies for next time. I'm just saying. I I hear cookies are what very popular. For cookies? Okay. What's that? C is for cookie. Yes, yeah, C is for cookie. Absolutely, C, Senor. But at any who, with that being said, <laughs> will you be attending Unyielding tomorrow? Will you be around, El Vacant? Oh, oh, see, see, I, 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 I may be hour out from you know from garage, and then I get you know I, I, I get a new truck and I drive straight to uh, to to the arena. All right, awesome. Awesome, awesome sauce. Thanks, so vacant. I hope it, we hope you get everything figured out out there. Uh, do, do I need oh, to call I will. you? I'll figure it out. Let me tell you, freaking stupid <laughs> Okay, ladies and gentlemen, L vacant uh, from a remote location. Hopefully, we he gets the arena all right. I might no, call him. Oh, no, not the car. God, the sour cream. No. Oh no, not the sour cream. All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we only got we got about 13 minutes left to go, so it is time to promote. Uh, here's our promotion segment of the show. I will start with uh, Razor. Anything you'd like to promote tonight? Just the show. Just the show, LA. Uh, remember anybody uh, to call in. Uh, you don't have to be a member of RAWF, but. Uh, we just want you to call in, not be shy, have a good time. All right. Thanks, Razor, very much. Very, very, very good. Uh, let's turn to Hobo Ezekiel. Hobo, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Do you ever get the feeling to deface property or be a bad person? Well, I got myself some spray cans, and you can come on over to the rail yard and do some dastardly deeds to some rail cars right here. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there's a scene out there in the chat. Hobo wants you to clicky-clicky and reedy-reedy. Thank you, Hobo. Uh, Bubs? Bubs? Yeah. Come at, come at, come at Mexican radio to give me some damn cinnamon twist tomorrow. <laughs> uh, El Vacant, Bubs is requesting cinnamon twists in, in the truck tomorrow. You gonna, can, I don't know, can, you gonna have time to do that? Churros, we have churros. Churros, that's what I they're called. I want cinnamon They're churros. I, what is cinnamon twist? I don't, what is? No. Do so you want one. me to take? You want me to take the churro and twist it? Yeah, I mean, that'll work. I can do yeah. that, I guess. 
she wants she wants a churro that's twisted. Because you, okay, yeah. All right. Uh, Paragon, what would you like to promote tonight? Holy crap, the card tomorrow is stacked. It feels like it might be immortal itself. Uh, you know, things like the, the Mithras and War Dog match, two of my personal favorite wrestlers, Luigi and Mark Caliber, going at it. Check out the show tomorrow. If you don't, you are missing something huge. All right. Thank you, Paragon. Mithras, title machine. Yeah. yeah. Anything you two would things. like? One, USL. Two things. One, USL, get your butts in there. I mean, come on. Three three or four groups, that's ridiculous. Secondly, um, Amadeus, I hope you don't mind. This is uh, British Brawlers Association, which is being run by Uber Vegan TPO, has a intercompany event going on, which I think REWF might want to consider. And it looks pretty cool. And I think company owners really ought to take a look at it. It's been a while that I remember since we've had an intercompany event. I could be wrong. Um, but I had a lot of fun in these back in the olden days. Um, and I think it's worth checking out. So that would be British Brawlers. And I'm actually going to bump the scene uh, real quick here and um, check it out. Ooh, I'm going to the franchise. Speaking of intercompany scenes, it appears that uh, Moxie and her uh, excuse me a second Yellow Brick Road Company that she just started a couple weeks ago also wants to have an inter an intercompany challenge that she's thrown out uh, to me. LA receives a chance in a million. I'll be answering that challenge uh, to her probably later after the show, but. You know, you all can weigh in and give your opinions if you'd like. All right, back to the list here. Mark Caliber. Sir, you are up. All right. Well, LA, as you guys, we have the your pay-per-view coming up tomorrow. I also have another pay-per-view coming up tomorrow myself. Oh, really? Uh, yes. I would like to promote Battle for the Throne. It is the King of Commonwealth finale. After after many, many months of fi- battling, we will finally determine who will be the king or queen of Commonwealth. We have VI Punk, myself, Tumultuous, and for the first time ever... A woman, Connie Swale, the Virgin, will be entered into the finale, and we could have our very first Queen of Commonwealth tomorrow. All right, that sounds exciting as hell. Can't wait to see who comes out as King or Queen of Commonwealth. Of course, as we all know, I am Lord of Commonwealth. So that, thank you, thank you. All right, so thank you, Mark, very much for that. Uh, so moving on, let's now turn to the immortal Griffith, sir. Uh, uh, fly immortal airs from Japan for express flights. Uh, what, dude, I'm getting on a plane. What the fuck do you want? All right, that'll work. Thanks, Griff. I forgot about that. Oh, well. uh, Coogs. 
Uh oh. I hope that wasn't. I hope that wasn't the the, the masks coming down from the ceiling in the plane. Uh, but anyway, uh, Coop, anything you have to promote tonight? Actually, I have a suggestion because you know I'm so concerned about your hair and everything. If you're apprehensive about it and don't want my claws down your back, so vacant is the special referee. I could do that. What? But okay. You, El Vacant, do you really want to get in there between, in a high-voltage steel cage Let match? Let me get this straight. Two? Hold on. You're asking me if I want to get uh, in a close, close personal space with, with Angry Lady while she's wearing less clothing. Would you, would you want to think that through? Okay. Lady, you're not thinking this through. Two angry ladies going at each other that have claws and fists and, and anything else they can get a hold of. In a cage who, that can fry fighting? that can fry you like a chalupa. Who, who is she fighting? Anybody. Bub, booby lady. It's booby lady versus angry Wait, lady. So, in a so angry lady and booby lady in an electrified cage, so they can't get away. I'm not seeing downside yet. Um, actually, I have an objection now. Why? Booby lady, you should go make it. If he won't give me my damn cinnamon twist, and he ain't allowed to okay. He said he was going to twist the chalupa for you. That just sounds wrong. Choro. He's twisting a choro, not a chalupa. Oh, he's The chalupa is different. I, I twist the chalupa, and it gets very messy. Okay, never mind. You know what I meant. He said he was going to accommodate you. Wait, that sounds just wrong, too. He, Of course, he... Uh, anyways. I mean, but not uh, incorrect. Right. You two decide. Me or El Vacant, special guest referee. Two seconds. No, that's more. Coogs? What did she say? I didn't hear what she said. She's mumbling again. She has something in her mouth. Clean your old ears out or turn your urinate up, you old feet line. Get right, the we'll thing get... out of your mouth. You're not have it in there. We'll get this all sorted out in the wash. All right. Uh, now I turn to the Great Red Dragon. Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow at Unyielding, I'm already down here. You'd better get down here, too, down here in Nashville at the arena. It's going to be a great night, and I'll also, just for our Teflon Cheek and Paragon fans who are going to be at that match, you get a free bottle of Midnight Hobo Bacon, a can of bacon grease, and bacon fries. <laughs> just for you to enjoy, because I'm, I'm quietly rooting for Paragon. Don't let him know. Hopefully, he'll give me a couple of extra movesets in the match that I'm going to be in, which is also going to be on the card. And you might be talking or listening to the new multimedia champion. How you doing? All right. Thank you very much, Dragon. And fi- last but not least, I turn to El Vacant. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, this just this just in uh, tomorrow night at 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 the show. Um, all guacamole burritos will be half price. 
Um, and the sour cream will be free. See, three. All right. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, again, once again, I we will be live here at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Back to Basics Radio Network with RAWF Unyielding. I have a feeling this could be an epic pay-per-view, uh, the likes we haven't seen in a long, long time. And so for everybody here at R.A.W.F. For everyone who called in and has been listening, I am Lord Amadeus. This has been R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Say good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, good night everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, y'all. Hasta la bye-bye. Bonjour. Yeah, bonjour. You just had to be different. I like big tacos, too. Yeah. I'm thinking inside And the maps and lines are broken down tonight I swallow my pride But we're drowning in the ocean And it's tearing my heart open, baby We're having with lovers, it's just and it's knowing we're
officially into the after party here on R.A.W. After Hours. We made it. No, no. Just get it all in the bucket. No, we're going to use it tomorrow. Just get it in the bucket. It'll be fine. Just make sure there's no, like, okay. secret bugs or anything. See, 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 see. Okay. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen. Great show, everybody. Great job. That was a lot of fun tonight. No, that was pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, ladies, I hope everybody enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I think Thank I, you for I think we had. A, I think that was the most back mm-hmm. and forth we've had from a different amount of people in a, quite a while. Had Mithras and Wardog. Had Paragon and Dragon. Had. Yeah, it was good. Coogs and Mub, yeah. of course. Absolutely. Luigi, did you get a word in? Luigi cannot talk at the moment. Oh, okay. So he is he is he is here, but he is he cannot speak apparently. So, mm. see, I got loving all the back and forth. It, you can tell that it's immortal season, and people are really picking it up. Indeed. And not not even kidding. Setting up that Mark and Luigi match, I I legit marked out here at my house. I, those, <laughs> they're they're my two favorite wrestlers in this company. I uh, I, I switched out. I was like, I am watching that match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, now uh, that's not gonna hurt my feelings. Oh, good. And then Mithra's going Sorry, all go serious ahead. on us. I was like, what the hell's going on there? This is the thing. Or LA would call it the sexy myth. Here's the deal. Let me, let me tell you the thing. I like to keep people guessing. I think I, I, think <laughs> I threw a few people back on their heels. So what does that mean for tomorrow night? Oh, wait, we're not in, on the show anymore. i got to stop this. Anyways, yeah, so it was kind of fun going a little different direction. <clears throat> oh, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, El Vacant. Um, you might want to listen to the, back to the show to find out why I was pressing the whole cookie thing. Actually, no. You know what I'm going to do? You know, I'm going to do just for you all, just for you that might not have I don't know. I'm going to play a I, little bit of something, something earlier that I thought was the, the I, first part I, of, this, of the word, this, the words of the Teflon Sheik that we played earlier. Hello, hello, Ladies and infidels, it's time for the Teflon Sheik to address the unwashed, uneducated, unsanitary masses of the RAWF. You are now listening to the voice of the fastest rising superstar in the history of the RAWF, namely the Teflon Sheik. Now, many of you might be asking the single-minded, uneducated question, 
Hey, why doesn't the sheik talk with an Arabic accent? Truth be told, the sheik has had the benefit of a worldwide education, is fluent in 12 languages, and can seamlessly speak all of them with multiple local dialects. Hala takalam. Yes, of course, the sheik is fluent in Arabic as well as English. Would you insolent curs prefer French? Je parle un peu de français, et toi? Ton accent est le merde? It just means, I speak a little French, do you? Your accent is the shits. Perhaps some Espanol? Well, of course, if I do. The only one who'll understand the sheik is El Vacant. And as the sheik likes to call him Spanish Cookie Monster, that's really not the audience I'm looking for. But seriously, have you heard this infidel speak? He's as articulate as a hand puppet stuck in a car door. A vacant, for real, for real. Just yell out, me like cookie, just once. Just prove the sheik right, okay? But enough. Eh, we'll stop right there with that. I think. <laughs> um, um, okay, I think perhaps maybe uh, this, this um, Griffith Davian want to be, because um, he goes almost there, but not twice. Um, I think maybe uh, he needs to learn what it feels like to get a vacant bomb. <laughs> oh, oh my God! You know, you and know, I'm still here, vacant. <laughs> like, like, dude, I call you Mr. Ego Man. I mean, come on. Although I have to tell you, like, arrogance was a great thing earlier. You called paradigm arrogance. It was beautiful. I shortened it to arrogance. It's beautiful. Oh, that anywho, that was freaking <laughs> awesome. So, I hope everyone had fun tonight. I certainly did. And again, I would like to apologize for not being here last week. Had a unexpected family uh, gathering that I did not wasn't aware of until the last minute. So, uh, had to go out and do that with the last week. So, making up for it this tonight, and we'll have we'll see you all tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If y'all want to join us, we will be on air once again. So, anybody have any last-minute things they'd like to say? Otherwise, I think that's, we're going to call it a night. Yes, I had well, to okay, do a baking um, bomb. So. Actually, you, you guys go ahead. You guys go first. <laughs> <laughs> I, pay, I paid the uh, pilot an extra $5,000 to make sure Griff's plane landed on time. Thank you, Bubs. Griff? <laughs> Did you have anything? I mean, I guess I'll appreciate the bonus. He's he's quite well paid. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Holy cow. Where did he come from? Yay! How's it going, Judge? We were just Good getting evening. ready to sign off. We were just getting ready to sign off, my bud. Where you been? Dude, I fell asleep. Sitting on the sofa and fell in the floor. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good right. to hear from you. How the hell do you fall asleep sitting on the sofa and fall in the floor? I have no idea. Well, you had a long day well, from what you know, I there's hear. There's one side that's facing the floor, a... and it's real easy, actually. Yeah, I had, uh, I had a... I had a very rich day today with the queen of country music herself, Miss Dolly Parton. Some one-on-one time, 30 minutes, 
30 good minutes with her. I told Did her, you have I told her, seven she, minutes of heaven? Dude, she has this little tight ass you wouldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. My gosh. Go on. She may, be, she may have some big boobs. She may have some big chunkaluggas up there at the top, but that little tight ass, you could put a dollar in the back of that, jack, that damn pocket. You could tell the date on it. Oh, wow. All righty. And he went right. to the movie was and got thrown out of the park. You know that's what happened. It was fun. It was it was, it was real fun. I had a good time. <laughs> all right, folks. We're going to call it a night. We will talk to you all tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or next week, same, when we, we will have results from Unyielding and talk more about Immortal. Good night, folks. Good night. Good night. Do we ever hear what?